Welcome back, everyone. This is episode two of our podcast. My name is Julie, one of the hosts. You sound like such a robot doing that. <laughs> like, hello, my name is Julie. Welcome back to the podcast. Like, come on, loving okay. up a little bit. Okay. Host two, what's your name? Kendrick <laughs> Tapia. The okay. previous introducer from last time. And we're here with a student guest yeah. today. This is Ari. Hi, Ari. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing good. Would you mind introducing yourself to the greater audience? Well, hello there, everybody. My name is Ariana Fouts, but everyone just calls me Ari. All right. So um, Ari is uh, one of my friends. Is Do you guys like... Nope. No. No. <laughs> you just like saw each other across the room like often. We have two classes together, but we don't talk at all. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. Well, now it's friendship time. So... um. This was also kind of last minute because uh, we procrastinated finding a guest for the two weeks that we had in between episodes because we're trying to do a two-week thing. Well, it's going to be a summer Like every thing. other week. Yeah. But now we're going to have oh. the entirety of summer in between this, so it's going to be like, yeah. Long oh, okay. I thought you were talking about you want to post in the summer. Like, oh, no. Whoa. No, 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 no. We're going to... It's going to be... Oh, first episode, second episode, and then the entirety of summer. And, and then at, we're gonna get the third episode. It's okay because it's only like two months, which is kind of kind of sucks. That, like that kind of sucks. Has, we start August seventh. Has summer been shortening? I feel like it's been shortening. Wait, I feel like every year. It hasn't actually been shortening. It just feels like it does. But like the intro to Phineas and Ferb, one hundred and four days. It's yeah, not one hundred and four days. Not even close. Have you you've watched Phineas and Ferb, right? Yeah. Oh my god! You're you're making a face that says you're lying. You're making a face. I am lying. Really? Not even a single episode of Phineas and Ferb? Probably like one episode, but dude, what did you watch growing up? Um I don't know. I don't really remember. I watched a lot of shows growing up. I watched a lot of YouTube. Me and my my sister and I, we used to um Are you like the iPad kids of Well, we used to we had a computer. Like a PC and everything. So we would watch music videos all day, like Lady oh, Gaga, music videos, Beyonce, um, Nicki Minaj, like a bunch of music videos. Did you ever watch that one? I think it was Katy Perry, where yeah. like she turned into like an alien halfway yep. through it. I freaked me yeah, out when I was, was a like, child. That was my favorite. That was my favorite. Oh. <laughs> I just like threw it. I don't know what this is. Anyway, it's like a rubber band that came with the mics. I think it's to replace these if these break, because you oh, yeah. know these are like rubber bands. I probably shouldn't be screwing with this then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, you had the other one. Yeah, they did. Yeah, no, that alien. Oh, why did I pick them back up? Um, e. That's the name of the song. With E.T. I loved that song. That uh, that freaked me out when I was a kid. I could not I, watch that. I, I mean, I could not stand it. I'm okay with aliens, but I hate sci-fi. Like, I cannot stand the, like, any sci-fi movie. I don't even like Star Wars. What? Um, How do you not like Star Wars? Yeah, I don't really like Star Wars. Oh my god, I'm gonna, I'm gonna defend this. I've never seen a Star Wars movie. Okay, so that is excusable. You can just, like, watch them and fall in love with them. What about you? What is, I would like to hear your opinion on this. I was really young when I first started watching them, and... It was like, to me, when I was really little, it was super boring to sit through and watch all of these movies all at once. And like, oh, well, yeah, like marathon. Yeah. And your and your parents, like they would like not let you do anything else where you're watching Star Wars. Because my parents are like hardcore Star Wars nerds, like with the Star Wars shirt. We celebrate Star Wars oh, Day. If they force so, it on you, I understand. So it was one of those where it was, it was a lot. It was a lot to take in as a child. Like I was all for Lord of the Rings, but I was not for Star Wars. And after that, it just kind of grew into hatred of sci-fi. Uh, so yeah. what do you do on May 4th? Uh personally? 
Uh, sometimes I like to make Star Wars cookies myself. Uh, but no, my parents, they used to choose at least one of the Star Wars movies to watch. Sometimes they'd marathon through any of the trilogy-based sequences. So we wouldn't watch all of the Star Wars movies, but we'd watch like the prequels or, you know, the newer stuff. It did, yeah, it did. I, I didn't like the newer stuff. Well, it was okay, but like personally... I didn't like it. Oh, I have one major issue with the Star Wars series, and that is the issues with their canon versus continuity. Oh, where... like the legend stuff? Yeah, because well, the deal is they use force powers crap. in ways that should not be used, like, that are not consistent with the ways that they've been used in the past. Like, oh, force healing, but, like, force healing would have been very useful in the past, <laughs> and nobody knew about it. Say you don't like Star Wars, and yet you know, like, more about it than I do right now. I do know a fair amount about Star Wars, but that's that's just because I don't think that's really your choice. Yeah, no, it really it really yeah, is. Like I, I okay, I respect it if it was like forced down your throat and you're just like, yeah, no, I don't like it. Like that, that's understandable. Also, I hate sand, and in that respect, I really relate to Anakin. It's like all of these scenes taking place in like sandy deserts. Like I'm actually okay with Dune, believe me, but I really just don't like like the sandy desert planets. Oh, I love Dune. Did you watch Dune? Please tell me. Oh, oh my god. god. Why? See, I thought you were talking about sand dunes. <laughs> <laughs> no, the the they're coming part two is uh coming out soon. You know, I've seen I've seen stuff saying that. I it, it looks so good. Dude, I will watch it. I'm not like a huge Dune fan, but I do I do like the Dune movies. I I really want to get the books. Because like oh I think there's like six. I've heard varying things about the books. I just don't wanna I don't wanna read another series that's like way too like intricate and Way too much. What about the whole Grisha? Thing? Yeah, I, I, said, I don't want to read another one. Another one. Um, yeah. Why don't? Why not? I feel like just getting it. The issue is I don't casually like things when I like them, so I get really, really into them, and it becomes my entire personality. I just realized I cut out ten seconds of audio, so now there's just gonna be a weird ten second gap. That's All right, it's it's fine. No, okay, because my because uh, the. Was over the record button and I accidentally pressed it. All right, it's fine. We're good. We just lost ten seconds of audio, but it's fine. You know, you 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 lose some, you learn some. Have you guys watched the Orville? What? The Orville? No, I haven't. What is that? It's about space. Volume it's, oh, it's about space. So, like, what, what's it about? That sounds... I don't know. You guys are Family Guy, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Definitely. And the creator of it, right? Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. That we all know that his one, name. That one person. That with the name. Yeah, he did okay. the Orville. And I was watching and I actually got really into it. Is it, like, a and movie or a show? It's a show. Mm-hmm. It's, like, I think it has, like, three seasons. I think they're making more. But I really liked it. It's about... Space. Wow, that's so interesting. That looks like Star Trek. Yeah, it does look a lot like Star Trek. It's, like with the uniforms. I know that the creator of it, uh, he really likes Star Trek. That's why you don't. Yes, yeah, you've never, you never seen Star Trek, have you? No. Oh my god! What? What haven't? Okay, I. What haven't you seen is like a a next question. What have you seen then? What movies have you seen? I feel like there's too many to count, but it's yeah. like we've seen Mean Girls. Yeah. You've seen Mean. Why? Of course. Yeah. Sorry. White chicks. I haven't seen White Chicks yet, but I really want to because it's a Wayne Brothers film. I love White Chicks. It it seems like it's going to be a lot of fun to watch when I do. Wow, that sounds very interesting and so exciting, and I'm definitely. I think you would like White Chicks, actually. White Chicks is a it. it the, the main it's characters really are two cross-dressing guys. Oh, that sounds funny. Yeah, so, it, so I think it's, you would actually like it. So it's two guys 
pretending to be your stereotypical valley girl white chick. Now that sounds fun. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Sarcastic comment retracted. <laughs> so yeah, the, the name itself is kind of like, it, it is a bit sarcastic. They're not really... They're not white chicks, but yeah. they're acting like white chicks. Yeah. And it's a Wayne Brothers film. So Wayne Brothers, uh, they did all of the scary movie. Uh, oh, that's movies. that's the only scary uh, movie I've ever seen. A scary movie. Yeah, scary movie is. Oh, I've seen all of them. Um, those are those are Wayne Brother films, and so is Major Pain. Um, which is the one where like they get stabbed in the movie theater? There are so many of them, and they all blend together. Honestly, <laughs> I, I that's the only like ever. ever well, no, Stranger Things. I is that if you count that as scary. I, I'd um, consider it as thriller, but not quite as much horror. All right, then yeah. I've never watched anything horror besides <laughs> scary movie. If we even count that, scary, scary movie is a comedy and a spoof of horror. All movies. right, then I've never seen a single horror movie at all. We need to start like we need to just like, tie him up in a room <laughs> I, and like I have his board. eyelids open and make him watch. Oh, God, no, I'll break out the chair. Screw you. Do you not like scary movies? No. Oh, I about that. Yeah, I avoid haunted houses and all that. I See, love scary things. I love scary movies. I like a lot of scary things. But as soon as it gets to haunted houses, that's where I draw the line. So, you know what freaked me out? Like, those, like, touch, us, like, those touch, uh, I don't know what they're called. It's, like, where they can grab you. Yeah. Bracelets that, like, yeah. on and they those can touch ones. you. See, yeah, that, that's, that's, like, freaked the heck out of me. That's my issue because I, like, even if it does, like, even if it has it signed off where, or where they can't touch me, I'm still terrified of somebody making physical contact with me. Like, I'm not scared of the ghosts or, like, I have a creepy doll collection, like, porcelain doll collection what? where one of them has, like, I... a human face. Um why? It's really I love them. Um, they're they're. Okay. I started collecting them when my great grandmother died, and she left me a collection. Um, wow, it's haunted. It has your great grandmother. Yeah, and then so. like I started collecting them at thrift stores, and like I only get them secondhand. Um, I just looked at the toys in like the thrift stores. Yeah, so I I get There's nothing but dolls. haunted dolls. Um, but no, I'm okay, I'm all okay with that. But as soon as people get involved, that's where I draw my line. Like, you know, okay. you guys scare me more than ghosts ever would. Yay! I could finally say I scare someone. Not not as much you, Pedro, because like uh, you're too goofy, and I yay. have too much blackmail fodder on you. Oh, oh, oh! Okay, okay. Don't say that I scare you. Yeah, you do. You really hey. do. You just—I don't know. You—you you give off like this, like really, um, really intimidating demeanor. So I'm like, she hates me. You're I know she bossy. does. Like, I'm convinced you hate me. She is kind of bossy. I'm sorry, I don't hate. Ari, I just want to say you're a very dear friend, and hope I never offend you in any way. I, I scare more people than than I'm scared of, to be completely honest. Yeah, okay. Anyways, moving on. Uh, Ari, would you like... Oh, well, not really moving on. What other things do you uh, like to do? I heard you gave up anime a while ago. I like, did. Why is that? Why did you go to the dark side? Well, Although, why did I start what? anime? Or why did I, guess, I guess... No, I guess why did you leave the dark side? Uh, Because, well, for me, I had made anime my entire personality, and I was getting kind of made fun of for it, and I realized, yeah, that's something valid to be made fun of for. Um, I agree. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I gotta agree. If, it, if it's your whole personality, oh, that's yeah. Kind of, oh shit! Shoot! Um, <laughs> knuckles. Right. Oh no! All right, I'm gonna cut that out later in post. Okay. Um, but no. So it was. I had made. I had made anime like too much of my personality. I was like one of those kids who's like, I draw anime and I really like this anime and I wear anime shirts. And I was like one of those kids. And like, I, I look back at it and you, like, you're, you're, 
Were you slap younger me? Were you one of those people who would refer to it by the Japanese name instead of the English name? It depended on the show. You're like, actually, it's not Tag on Titan. It's Shokugeki no something. Oh, no. It's Tag on Titan. My Hero Academia, I'd switch between saying My Hero Academia and Boku no Hero Academia. Uh, but only on occasion I call it Boku no Hero Academia. Usually I'd call it My Hero. Were you a big My Hero fan? Uh, very temporarily. I My issue with My Hero was... I got into it simply because it was I was going to an anime con and I wanted to cosplay some recognizable characters. And so I watched the show purely so I could cosplay a character from it. And I heavily regretted it afterwards. <laughs> Why did you cosplay? I cosplayed Aizawa. Really? And then later on, I learned uh, later on, I moved on to cosplaying Bakugo and I don't cosplay at all anymore. So <laughs> it's not judging people who do cosplay because it is very intricate and it's very great and like the more you go into it the better but for me it was one of those where it was cringy i was one of those i was one of those cringy oh you were you were the uh like the extreme cosplayer who like really went into it yeah i i I just overall i just i wish that i didn't go as hardcore into it as i did but part of my issue was my dad was really into anime so growing up that's how i got into it one day he sat me down and was like we're going to watch this show called Ronmo One Half. That's how I pretend to talk as my dad. He does not sound like that. He plays the banjo, so I always, like, talk. Imagine, like, I always, whenever you talk about your dad, I always imagine him a big southern man. He's, he's, not, even, he's not southern. Like with, with plaid and everything. Yeah, he, he doesn't wear plaid. He's he's actually, like, um, a software engineer or something like that. Okay, so your, your parents with a banjo. are just, like, rich nerds? Kind of. We're not, like, fully rich, but we do have, like, a hot tub. Like, <laughs> and a sauna and a karaoke machine and it, it's one of those where we're not rich but we're not like it's one of those comfortable where, yeah we're comfortable um my parents are really good at saving basically yeah that's good they're financially. They're, they're financially they're we're financially stable that's nice mm-hmm. my dad uh well, it was my dad and my cousin who got me into anime. My my dad introduced me to the concept because he got me into watching Dragon Ball Z. Because in Mexico, like, I don't know why Dragon Ball Z is so big in Mexico. Okay, but like, who hasn't seen Dragon Ball Z? That, that's true. But like, my dad grew up with the original I've Dragon Ball. seen anime. My dad grew up with the original Dragon Ball. And he showed me it. <laughs> what is that hissing sound? Oh, okay. But, um. Wow, you were put on that. But, um, yeah, my dad got me, like, introduced me to Dragon Ball. And then my cousin, my very, she introduced me into Orange School Host Club. That was my very first anime. And then afterwards, Sword on Online. Okay, you said that horribly wrong. You said, okay, it's, it's Oran High School Host Club. Oh, my. It's it's the same thing. It's the one with the, the girl who gets cross-dresses and flirts with everyone. Yeah, no, um, but... When I first started watching anime, Death Note was one of my first ones, and my brother was like, Sword Art Online is going to be too intense for her to watch. And, like, looking back at it, I'm like, it's the awesome. order was a little off. It's a, it's a, it was a little off. Do you, are you, like... I'm not following you. Yeah, yeah no. that's... Question, though. Is Avatar anime? By definition... Not the blue people avatar. No, I knew exactly. Yeah, you're talking about the last airbender. Yeah. Um, by definition, anime is anything animated. Yeah, but it's That's more like an American. Yeah. But it's it, it, anime. It, it literally means animation. Right. But uh, it it's it more would in be a considered Japanese context. Okay, yeah. I was kind of looking for a yes or no answer. <laughs> but I I would go with no typically. Yeah, no. Right? It's more like 
I, I always watched it on Nickelodeon. I just call it a Western cartoon. Yeah, I, I always thought of it as a cartoon. Yeah. No, I don't know. I finally solved the big debate. But yeah. I just, I, I know that, like, I wish that I had completely skipped that phase. I don't know. I like Avatar. Wait, I, that's the one. Or not Avatar. Avatar, yes. Um, Wait, did you ever watch, like, Pokemon? No. Oh, my oh God. Like, really? Why? I <laughs> like, what? questions anymore you just yeah. assume the answer is no okay but yeah no um that's the, that's what we're gonna do like from now on just no 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 nah. yeah but no i uh yeah i i mean i'm still really nerdy and i'm still really intense about the things i like but i'm not as bad as i was during my anime phase i have a question how pissed were you at not me uh, doing your presentation um, I was i was a little upset but only oh, because... uh, let's provide some context okay, yeah. um so during uh one of our shared classes we were doing a like a presentation swap where uh, people would make presentations and then you just give it to someone else. Well, it was a random like spinner thing. Yeah. And then they'd have to present present it. I got Ari, and luckily she had gone on this entire like crazy rant about this uh, this book series before, so I already had some background info. I wasn't going into it blind, but um. Well, like, what did you feel when I explained it? I really didn't like your parallels to Joe Biden. <laughs> um, I would have gone with more Trump for the the mean like for the for the characters that I per like you know the the uh, older brother. I, I considered it, but like I I, I, I was like floundering. He's not like a senile old man. They're just more like very intense about things, and they they are like. Also, Trump would have worked a lot better. Yeah, Trump would have worked a lot better, especially with like all of the race commentary you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> Can we say that? <laughs> No. Okay. I did not say anything. I love all races equally. I, I didn't say that you... No, it, you weren't saying anything, like, bad about anybody. It was just... You were bringing up, like, the racial commentary in the show. Um, the deal is... you were being very stereotypical. Stereotypical. Yeah, my my favorite... My, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, you said yeah. too. But no, my, fav uh, my favorite uh, character you compared to Joe Biden. And I was not... You said he's like Joe Biden, but in a good way. And... <laughs> I didn't know how to respond to that because you like Joe Biden, but in a good way. No, she said that he was like the character was like Joe Biden. I didn't know it. The gag was that they were both Joe Biden. Yeah, no, I couldn't. I didn't. I couldn't think of anything else on the spot. No, but um, so I just went with Joe Biden. Did like how you? I, I like the fact that despite. Despite the fact that you knew what a lot of the words meant, you went on your own tangent about what they meant because I really wanted somebody who didn't know anything about the series to like come up with. Oh, yeah, I made them all the like plastic surgeons. And yeah, <laughs> there was like the one where you're talking about how they like trade and uh, trade in NFTs. Oh, cryptocurrency. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was like a theory something. Uh, Ether Kai. You, <laughs> but you oh, you pronounced it completely wrong, and I was like so so obsessed with it. That was so funny. Yeah, I said they traded it in Ethereum, and that was like the economy of the world. Yeah, the presentation that I presented was, I I really wanted to like leave. Oh yeah, what did you uh, present? I completely blinked. Wave dashing. Oh, wave dash. Yeah, it was really bad because I that was my case. So wave dashing. I was so, oh. so mad about so many of those presentations because. I'm I'm in a public speaking class, so we we've been taught how to not only formulate a slideshow for a presentation, but then present on it. And so that's something like I'm actually taking a class on. And so my slideshow, despite the fact that nobody understood it, it was really well put together. 
Whereas, and I thought that was what the joke of the presentation was supposed to be. But a lot of people went through and made it really hard to look at, or they did all of these other like big no-nos when it comes down to slideshow presentations. And it just really, really like upset me because no, that's like, that was not the assignment. And then there was those people. I didn't understand the assignment. Um, I think the assignment was just to make the presentation funny. Yeah. But Uh, it just. How do you rate our uh, presentations then? Um, are presenting, I guess. Mine was starry. Yeah, I, I, I remember yours was decent because, like, you, you were trying. I could tell you were trying. I made but... it in, like, f- 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, re- I remember that one. Your slideshow presentation, not actually bad. It was it was on the better list of slideshow presentations that were there. Like the slideshow I present. I or the slideshow. The slideshow itself. Because the thing about the slideshow was, despite the fact that... The I starry t- one? Yeah, the starry one. Oh, okay. Despite the fact that you, like... First off, I, if I remember correctly, your background was not white, which having a white background is one of the biggest sins of, like, doing slideshows. You know what's so funny? Um, what? It was white. It was white? <laughs> I remember. Uh, so I mean, mine's black. Yeah. Would you call it, like, it was one of those where it, it really did feel like it was a good visual aid for the most part. Yeah, there was um, a lot of memes. Yeah, <laughs> I thought I, I thought it was good. I mean, it wasn't, like, a great slideshow, but it was a a good one, I guess. Above average. Above average. We like above. Average. Uh, Pedro, yours was really good. I really yeah. liked yours. <laughs> Which one was yours? Mine was the ultra kill one. Yeah. Um, I don't remember. But my issue with a lot of people as well was I didn't like how everyone was constantly asking questions during the presentations. Oh yeah, I went a bit far with that one. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, I took it a bit far during my presentation trying to get people to stop doing that. But Sorry. that was part of no, that was part of the gag of it. Uh, was me really <laughs> hating that. Because, uh, yeah, it, for those of you who are not there, um, I the presentation I did was on psychoanalytics. And I uh, there was a big section of the slideshow about narcissism. And my entire gag of the presentation was pretending I didn't have narcissism. Narciss- while being narcissistic. But while being very narcissistic. <laughs> and uh, I made everything about me where I was like, me, 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 me. And, and like, no questions till the end. And I'm like, I have a question. But it, it it was one of those where I think that when you're presenting, you want to, like, speak with this confidence and you want to be able to, like, say these things and come up with more than just what's on the slides. But the issue is a lot of people just added way too much to their slides. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like there's way too much information on the one that I did. I was like, I'm not reading all this. Yeah. Yeah, like, whenever uh, I, uh, when I did research on, like, how to do a proper presentation, it was always, like, minimal things on the slide and just go off like what's in your head because like that's just for like anchor points and stuff like that yeah to like bounce off of you you because you're presenting yeah like you're the slideshow isn't pre- presenting speaking of presentations i'm doing a major presentation tomorrow in one of my classes it's uh our finals for oh, it that's it what, what class is it it's for my biotech internship actually oh uh we're doing our final presentation in the research project we were doing oh is that the uh green onion mitosis so we were doing green onion mitosis based off of uh, if it was GMO or organic, as well as what different uh, chemicals we added and different things like that. And in the end, organic plants grew a lot better. Because, That's kind of well, counter. The GMO plants grew faster and they grew straight up. The issue was they had no mass to them. So they quickly started falling over on themselves and not being able to grow as much. Whereas the organic plants, they started off growing a bit wider and thicker. And then they, when they grew upwards, they had a lot more stability. So they didn't always fall over on themselves. And they actually, they were a lot better off. So I'm guessing the GMOs were just made for like speed and not like just surviving. Yeah. 
probably there was a, there was a lot more to it and what like and it's it's not something that I can go in too much detail for but well, we, we were <laughs> the main thing that we were trying to test was to see like what the effects of the different chemicals we were adding would be so we did probiotics and antibiotics and we wanted to see what that did to the cell itself and how that affected the cell's development screw around with like cell okay. walls and all that it jazz. Did. It screwed around with the nucleus a lot and the cell oh. walls. But mainly it uh different ones it made the nucleus. Some DNA? It, it like exploded the nucleus Oh, Okay. It expanded that doesn't sound like we had expanded <laughs> nucleuses in certain types, which uh speaking of which uh you wouldn't have wanted like before anyone asked, you would not have wanted to eat any of the onions that we were working with because we were working with uh chemicals that could cause bone marrow deterioration Ugh. and cancer that sounds fun uh in that class we've actually gotten to like we almost made mustard gas in that class one time because we were working with the oh, mustard of, gas yeah yeah we were um, working with the components of mustard gas all at once yeah we have to be careful about stuff like that in just regular ap chem yeah as well that was that was fun I mean, like what what kind of dangerous stuff have you got max because um the most dangerous thing in our class in my chem class we had um, 18 molar sulfuric acid, which would like, it would have screwed up uh, us up if it touched us. And then uh, Aiden Whitney, do any of you know Aiden Whitney? Yeah. He was like, oh, let me touch it. Let me touch it. We, we've worked with different uh, molarities of different chemicals that are very corrosive. Uh, so we, we've had to work, like for our group specifically, we worked with a molarity, uh, mol uh, one molarity, I think it was some sort of ethanol solution that like, if you touched it, it uh, and then touched your eyes, it could cause blindness. Oh well, yeah, we had quite. A, we've had yeah. a few a, a few blindness things too. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff that could cause blindness. But the most dangerous thing we worked with was a chemical that can cause infertility, and <laughs> okay. uh, and death in un uh, unborn babies. Um, That's okay. Yeah. So uh, the thing is, what we had to do was we actually had to use a fume hood while working with it because it was so dangerous that if we breathed it in at all, we could be infertile for the rest of our lives. Wow. That is... Okay, wow. Um, so we have to work a lot with different things like aseptic technique and just safety measures a lot in that class. Um some of the people who are actually working with the companies downstairs at the GTI, they ended up working with breast cancer cells and doing oh, different experiments on that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Too bad. That's a bit uh, like my grandma just like my grandma beat her breast cancer like a few years ago. So like, that's a bit late. Yeah. Congratulations. That's, that, that's a bit late. Um, most dangerous thing uh, we honestly worked on with, or well not it wasn't with it was more of a demonstration it was thermite oh. in our class and uh, my teacher Mr. Euchre he melted through a steel pan with it and it was like all red hot and there was holes in it I was like oh. steel pan yep we didn't we didn't work with too much super dangerous stuff but the thing is we worked with dangerous things daily so we did stuff with agar gel solutions but we would do it constantly so it was one of those where the danger of it was more how much we used it and less to how bad it was. For instance, some of the uh, some of the chemicals we were working with would cause at least first degree burns if you touched them. Cool. Those are um, always a. And those were the ones that we were working with daily. 
So it was one of those where we got really, really used to like checking your gloves, make sure there's no holes in them, make sure that you wash your hands like after you work with the chemicals, even though you're wearing gloves, different things like that. What do you have to like wear? Um, We had to always wear lab coats, gloves, and we're supposed to wear safety goggles. But the thing is, a lot of the experiments we do don't really require safety goggles, and they can oftentimes be a hindrance, especially when you're working with microscopes. So we didn't always have them on. But have you ever gotten like injuries from anything at all? Like spilled anything? Uh, not in that class, but I, I get serious injuries quite a bit. Oh yeah. Uh, I have Tourette syndrome. For those of you who don't know, and although it's gotten really easy to deal with in my life nowadays, I one time had a glass in my hand and my muscles spasmed uncontrollably and my hand let go and I ended up throwing a glass all the way across the room but it shattered um and I was barefoot in the room there's there's other times where I think the worst time that something happened with that I was holding a big thing of salt and there was this glass pan lid just below it and my hand gave out and it shattered the pan lid and the pan lid went flying like glass pieces went flying everywhere and I ended up getting like a cut on my foot that left a scar Oh, yeah. I uh, had something similar to that. I was cooking uh, a few weeks ago. What? Recently <laughs> was. A few weeks ago. No, it's it's this guy right here. So um, I was cooking a few weeks ago, right? And um, I was grabbing something from the top shelf. It was this glass. Uh, I think it was... It wasn't salt. It was some kind... It was some kind of powder thing, but I accidentally dropped it and it exploded on the counter because we have really hard granite counter pops, right? It exploded and a shard like this big just dug itself into my hand and I was just like, damn. And of course I, star, tiddly tootly. Wow. At least that's not one of the really bad switches. Yeah, I I might be able to leave that in. That's one that's like it. You could still have a show rated PG if you use that one. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I got that's how I got the scar. So. I also got glass scars. When I was working one time, I was putting a cup in, like, the basket. Yeah. I was cleaning the table. And... Oh, like those server baskets where you just, like, pull all yeah. the stuff in. And so I was putting a cup in there, and I dropped it, and it bounced up, and it cut my leg. It bounced? No, it didn't bounce. Oh, it okay. shattered everywhere. Okay. But one of the pieces bounced up and cut my leg. Oh. I actually have a scar on my leg that I got here at uh at the Brockbait campus. Oh wow. actually. Did you fall? Uh no. It was because uh so Mr. Rollins' room has these side rooms that you can go into because it was originally a band room. And one of those side rooms has a pipe sticking out at knee level. Oh. And was that when we were in the class? No, it wasn't. It was uh this year. Actually, and it was in his Wakanda side room or Spider-Verse side room. I don't know which one it is right now because I know it was, it's been changed. It's not the one we were, we went in the... No, we were in the Aquaman yeah, room the right Aquaman. next to it. Yeah. So it's the one right next to the spider, uh, the, 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 the room that we were in. No. Yeah, I got a scar there. And then my worst scar that I have on my body, other than the one next to my left eye. Yeah, my brother, next to your left eye. Yeah. My brother hit me in the face with a shovel when I was... Oh, yeah. I remember that. Um, but I have a scar on my left arm and they're two scars and they're pinholes actually, uh, where I had to get pins surgically implanted into my arm because I broke it really severely when I was four years old because my arm has this hyperextension issue. So when you look at my arm laying flat on a table, it's <laughs> bending, it's bending backwards. It's bending not correctly. Yeah. It's bending It bends backwards. a bit much. It bends, it a bends backwards a, a little too much. And so because of that, I have a lot of issues where like, 
I've done a little bit of like a little bit of gymnastics before and I couldn't keep up with it because when I'm holding myself up on the bar, they tell me to keep my elbows straight. And if I keep my elbows straight, then my elbows start to bend backwards and I'm putting all my pressure on my elbow while it's bending backwards. Oh my God. And then it'll break like Yeah. So I had to like, I had to, when I, when I was doing it, cause it was for a school, uh, a school run program. I had to tell them that I could not do that. And they got after me for it. I was like, no, I literally have like. Is that how you broke it? Uh, no, I broke it because oh. I fell off my bed. Like I was sitting on my bed. I had a regular bed. I was four years old, just sitting on my bed. And I fell off of it and I just snapped. And that just, oh, you must have landed like the weird. I, I land, uh, I tried to catch myself. Oh. Um, the second with time, one hand, with both hands, actually, oh, I landed in a pile of Legos as well. That was oh, really that, I think it, I think it's the Legos. Yeah. Fault, like, honestly. And then the first time my parents ever left me and my brother home alone, he threw me across the room and I landed on my feet. And then I fell backwards. <laughs> <laughs> almost, almost. So I broke my arm for the second time, and I was eight years old when that happened. Wow. That is... The worst scar is this one. Oh. I got bit by a dog. Oh. And it, Wait, how did the dog make that? Uh, the tooth? <laughs> <laughs> that's like a very, that's like a very straight the, tooth. The bite is right here. Oh, oh, I see So they, it went like that, and then it ripped. Oh, I understand it was now. a huge I gash. And I have, like, Ooh. I have burn scars on random places of my body. So there's, like, a burn scar right there. And there's, like, a burn scar right there on my leg. And it's because, like, the burn scar on my legs from when I was, like, ironing clothes and I wasn't paying attention. And the ironing hit my leg. And I was, like, I freaked out really fast. Yeah. And I realized what I had done. I was, like, oh, shit. <laughs> Um, but the other, the other ones are like, whenever like you're taking stuff in and out of the oven, one time, like I bumped it onto the oven. Oh, that sucks. Oh, I, have you ever gone to Costco, right? Of course. And you know where they have all the rotisserie chicken, right? My God. I, as a Um, a very intelligent, like eight year old, I was like, wow, this is cool. I'm just going to lean on this and place the entire palm of my hand on the surface that I definitely do not see the very hot side. And I held it there for like a second. And I was like, oh, my God. And then like the entire like front hand, part of my hand got like slightly swollen. Oh. And I was just like, oh, well, I didn't get a scar. Yeah, I got a, I have a scar like here on my arm. I don't know if you could see it. It's like fluted. Um, so do you know the tires that are out in the field right now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. During cross country, <laughs> you can already see where this is going. During cross country season, um, me and the boys, obviously, yeah. we we decided to like start screwing around with the tires. We got on top of it. We like went in. So I went in and like I was like, great idea, guys. Start rolling me around. Uh-huh. So like I was big enough to like hold myself in. Thing is, I was still kind of weak. I I hadn't I hadn't gone to the gym yet. I go to the gym now, so hopefully I could probably do it again. But I was weak. I was flabby. I was a cross-country runner. These people are skinny as heck. And uh, so, like, I was upside down, right? But my, my arms couldn't hold myself up. So I fell forward and I scraped my entire arm, like, on the rim of the tire. So this is only one scratch. There were multiple scratches going up my arm. They all healed except for this one. And it was like... Oh, it's so, like I spent the entire because that was during the beginning of the uh, the practice. So I had I spent the entire time just like with this like little stinging pain in my arm, and it like kept distracting me because when you're doing cross country, like a distraction is like really, really bad. Like in at least in my case, I can't run with my phone or like my watch on because just the pressure is like too distracting, and it like throws me off my game. Dang. And it's just like so that just like the feeling on my arm was just like ah oh, no this is not working out. I have a scar on my head because I got staples. 
<laughs> you got stapled. Um, I cracked my head open. Oh, like, oh, I thought you meant, like, accidental staple. Yeah. Like, medi- medical staples. Medical yeah. staples. Um, I'll, like, can we see it? Like, can you, like, just go like that? No, I don't know where, I don't, it, I think it was, like, around here. But I don't even know if it's a scar. It probably is, though, because it had a bald spot. It was so bad. <laughs> was so like, bad. how long ago was this? Um, I think I was, like, probably six. Yeah, six-year-old, like ba- six. a balding six-year-old? <laughs> yeah. So we, so my old house, it had like a driveway and it was all raw. And so I was going down the driveway and I turned to go onto the sidewalk and there's a little pebble. My tire slipped on it and I fell and I cracked my head open on a rock. And there's, there's so much blood. And my grandma was the only one home at the time, like watching my sister and I and she was like freaking out and i was crying because i was like there's blood coming out of my head like <laughs> but she still has a shirt which is pretty cool and it's stained with blood because she's uh, all like yellow shirt. now i don't know I, I think i think after a long time it should like start turning yellow yeah. it typically turns brown a brownish yellow yeah because one of my friends he has a notebook where uh he he started having a nosebleed right i mean he's he was just like huh I'm gonna start running in my blood. So he did, and now that was years ago. So he showed he showed me it, and it's all like yellow now. And I'm like, damn, that's like sick, dude. It's weird. On the topic of like burns, though, because like how you burned your hand, we have like this really funny story, and it actually took place this year. Oh. My dad was uh out out for work in Alaska, and so it was just me and my mom at home, and this was actually on like the 5th of november which is like a big holiday for me and it ruined it and i didn't end up watching the movie i always watch on the 5th of november but basically my mom she's cooking uh something in the oven and it's like a typical pan that you'd cook on the stove with so she completely forgot that she had taken it out of the oven and she immediately goes in and grabs it and she burns her hand horribly now this gets good um, I I it got gets good. that's good. It gets good. So wow. uh, she drives to the she drives herself to the hospital. I'm in the car with her. My brother comes to pick uh pick us up, but he like he has his own car, so somebody else needs to drive back home. I only have my learner's permit. I've never driven on a road before. <laughs> this point, um, I've I've got my learner's permit later than most people because of my Tourette's because I didn't know if it would be safe for me to drive. So this is my first time ever driving on a road. My mom is sitting in the car, holding on with her hand hurt, screaming in pain and in, like, directions and, like, what I'm doing wrong. I'm freaking out. The hazard lights are on. I'm moving my brother's tiny little bug of a car. And, like, I get home. Now this is where it gets fun. Is more fun? Yes. So we're at home. My mom has to go out to the pharmacy to get her cream. Now, she's gone for, like, a few minutes. When I decide I want to cook up the same food that she did. <laughs> Sounds so much the same thing. So can see where he's <laughs> out of the oven. I come out, I get my plate. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> to run to the sink and I start like putting in cold water. My hand didn't get as badly burned as hers did. Like mine barely, like mine blistered up a little bit and all of that stuff. And yeah, in the end, it was just like this really horrible day where it was like, 
It's supposed to be a great day. And then all of that happened. I'm looking back at it. It's really funny. It's but, like, like a comedy show. Yeah, it really, because it was like, she had done that. And it was like, I learned my, like, I was supposed to learn, have, my, you learn my lesson. Just go in and do it too. So now we, my mom actually, she was so upset about this experience. Now we have oven mitts that you can slide over the handles, oh, different things, those, so that we don't do it again. I uh, so you reminded me during that whole thing. You reminded me of two stories. One, my mom did the exact same thing. So I was making. So I. So I like to cook, right? I I was pioneering different ways of making a sandwich. Wow. So it wasn't really pioneering. I was just googling things on the internet, right? Well, if you Google it and you're finding other people's stuff, that by definition is not pioneering. Yeah. So uh, so I was. I was gonna oven bake my sandwich, right? Mm-hmm. So I put so I put the whole thing in the oven, right? Took it out. I grabbed the mitts, right? I was all nice and and uh, safe. Put it out. I was eating my sandwich. I was like, "Damn, this is a nice sandwich." So then my mom walks in. She got she gets home from work and she's like, "Oh, like how are you? Blah blah blah, all that nice stuff." And then she goes over like, "Oh, why is this pan out here? Let me put it in the sink." She grabs <laughs> full on grabs the metal, just barely out of the four hundred degree pan uh, oven and just. And she immediately drops it on the ground. And it's like, oh my god, mom, what are you doing? And uh that was a that was a fun thing. So now my I warn my mom every time I'm making a sandwich. I'm like, mom, I'm taking this out of the hot oven. Do not touch this. It's great. And uh the second thing is uh a few uh few years ago, I was with my grandpa, right? We were making uh it, it, I think it was my birthday. We were making carnitas outside. And uh, what you do, you get this big pan, this big bronze pan, right? Well, not pan. It's more like a, I don't know how to describe it. It's a deep pan, right? Really big. And uh, we filled it to the brim. Pot. Big pot. That's the word. I was about to say pot. But we filled it with the brim with, uh, with fat, right? We filled it to the brim with fat. And then we uh, heated it up. So it was like boiling fat. And then we, we just chucked in a bunch of meat in there. My grandpa. He's absolutely mad at that. He's like, he's like, hey, I'm going to show you something cool. He dips his hand into the pot and, and brings it out. And he's holding a, a piece of bread. He's holding birote. He just sticks it in and sticks it out. He's like, look at this. It's so cool. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, Grandpa, you're the coolest. Let's do that. So my grandpa convinced me to start sticking my hand. And the thing is, it wasn't, it didn't feel that hot because it was like really fast. Yeah. So like I for like ten minutes I started just sticking my hand in for boiling hot fat minutes for like because it was so good because it's just bread with like hot fat and it tasted so good so me and my grandpa for ten minutes we just went like and we we're like eating this bread and then my mom comes out and she's like what are you doing like did you even wash your hands and we we're just like yeah but like sure. we we did we did but like the way we said it we yeah. we were like eating the bread and we we're like yeah. And then was like, you guys are children. <laughs> she just walked out. And my grandpa's just like, grabs another piece and just dunks it again. That's funny. And yeah. One thing that helps with burns, not like terrible burns, but like if you just like burn yourself a little bit, when you start putting it under cold water, take it out and put salt on it. Oh, that's, that's good to know. Salt? Why salt? I don't know, ask my grandma. <laughs> uh, fun fact, and this is like really gross fun fact. Um, saliva actually has a lot of antibodies in it that can help heal different types of wounds. So when you lick a wound, it's literally to like... That's so, that, so gross. I know, right? 
I mean, I get it from dogs. But like, I feel like everyone knows that dogs now they're supposedly really clean. And- yeah. So there's a reason for that anime trope where the people just lick their yeah. wounds for no reason. Yeah, that that's actually they're just like that's the science behind it. Um, but aren't like humans' mouths like actually really dirty? Definitely, we have so much bacteria in our mouths. But no, yeah. I have a I have a lot of like really weird facts. Well, that's why uh, mouthwash is a scam. Yeah. Because like, I mean, washing your mouth is good, but yeah. like that kills too much germs. That kills like too much. You have helpful bacteria. Yeah, that's that's what I was saying. It's some of the helpful bacteria in your mouth that can help heal uh, wounds. Just brush your teeth really well. That's yeah. awesome. Mental hygiene. Um, you want to hear like 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 a very very slightly morbid fun fact. All right, let's see. I love morbid fun facts. Um, it's morbid time. Morbid time. So, fun fact: human, uh, human bone marrow when crushed up smells like Fritos. And I don't, I don't know this from firsthand experience. Okay. I'm not <laughs> sure. <laughs> my my biotech teacher used to be in forensics, and she sat down one day and was like, "Hey, you guys want to hear this this crazy fact that will make you not want to eat Fritos anymore?" It's like I already don't love Fritos too much, so I'll sure, why not? Them, but like not on their own. Usually, they're like not one of those chips. I'll sit down with a bag of them and yeah. start eating. But like with chili, it's good. Um. So I, I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? Just, just lay it on us. And she, she sits down and she's like, okay. So when I worked in a forensics lab, what you have to do when you don't have a sustainable amount of DNA for a person is you have to uh, grind up their bones so you can get to the bone marrow, and the bone marrow has a fair amount of DNA in it. So you're able to get get a profile on the person. Well, they would have to like freeze the bone and then crush it up and all this stuff. And when doing that, you'd get the particles in the air and it would smell like Fritos. And so she could not eat Fritos. I think she still can't eat Fritos to this day, but she couldn't she couldn't eat Fritos after that because you start associating stuff like Fritos like with just dead bodies with dead bodies oh, and okay. human remains. And like for me personally, since I've never experienced it, I'll still be able to eat Fritos. But a lot of people like have that like really like empathetic feeling where they like think about and they're like oh i can't eat fritos now this is the bone oh god yeah have you uh seen those pictures of like tumors growing teeth and stuff yeah because tumors can grow teeth apparently which is uh not very it looks like something from dune like the way it grows and it's just like oh god and uh i had another morbid fun fact uh what was it Oh. oh, I forgot about it. Wait, uh, keep talking. Wait, um, I'm really good at talking. That's like my best skill. My best trait is talking. The issue is I don't know when to stop. No, this is good. This is good. We need this is a podcast. We need yeah. We need more people like you. Of course. Of course. Thank you. Thank you very much. No, a lot of people hate how much I talk. What? Like, it's, it's not bad. I, I don't I don't understand why people. I, I, I get they could get annoyed, but like, I don't know. I I think I have a lot of patience. People have told me this because apparently I'm very good with kids, yeah. very, especially very annoying kids. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, you know, I don't know what my secret is to dealing with little kids. What? I sit down and I let them braid my hair and then they love me for it. See, I'm really good with little kids. And the way I do it is I'm really like immature. I really like those like dumb little TV shows that the kids watch. Like I, I watched Mirac or I up until recently I watched Miraculous. We watched quite a bit of and like I, I'm really into like superheroes. So whenever I'm around little kids, I'm like, Do you like Spider Man? And they're like, 
I like Spider-Man. And I go, I love Spider-Man. And like, I start talking to them like I'm one of them. And like, all of a sudden I'm this kid's best friend. They're like, you're the coolest big kid ever. And I'm like, mm-hmm. And so that's how I like get an army of small toddlers for the eventual global uprising. There's a lot of things that, that have happened with armies of toddlers. Oh, I, have you heard of the like the children's crusade? Oh my god, that stuff's horrible. Yeah, that that was fun. That's not what I'm talking about. Oh, I'm no. not. I'm not talking about like the, the keys to freedom. That was also a horrible thing where the kids would have the. It was in the um, Iran Iraq. I know the uh, and the kids would have read that about that in Persepolis. Yeah, we read about it in Persepolis. Yeah. I actually have a copy of Persepolis, like my own copy of Persepolis. Oh, really? Do you have the second? You part? don't yet, but I was gonna get it. So I there no, there's a PDF online. That's what I did. Yeah, I, I did actually look at the PDF, but I wanna I wanna properly buy the book. I I know that we're Cyprus pirates, but can't always be pirating. Things. Yeah, like hey hey kiddos, like pirating isn't good, but like it's free. The thing about pirating is if you have no other options, go for it. Yeah. Or if, for instance, the one time that I would, like, pirate something is if I really, really do not want to support the creator, but I love the content. For instance, I listen to some bands who have done very questionable things with the platform that they have. And so if I were to pirate any of their music, that's my way of saying, I like the music, but I don't want to support them. Because if I listen to it legally, then, like, they get money from me listening to it. And I don't want them to get money. Yeah, I get that. There's a, there's in modding in video games and pirating for them general generally. There's like two motivations. One, obviously, just not paying for them. Mm-hmm. But two, a lot of video game companies they like discontinue uh, creating their products. Yeah. After a while, like Nintendo does this, uh, Xbox does this. A lot of them do it. But uh, people usually pirate because they just don't sell the games anymore. So. Uh, I'm not gonna say anything, but go Cypress Pirates, and I'm definitely one of you guys. I I I don't know. I don't pirate like for the most part. I I like to go through legal means just because pirating is a really easy way to get viruses. Uh, but I also think that there are times and places where stuff like that can be used properly. Also for like schoolwork, if I really need a book for school and I don't have any legal access to it, and I'm struggling because it's like, oh no, the deadline's tomorrow. Might, I might look up free uh, free PDF insert book title here. And or or there, there's one other case where I did it recently where I have a copy of the book actually in my bag right now, but I forgot to bring my copy of the book to school that day. So I looked up free uh, free PDF version of the book so I could read it while I was at school. But I had I had bought a copy of the book, therefore I feel like it's not bad that I was reading it illegally. I've uh, I've heard like. In college, like you need to read like a lot of uh, like scientific journals. It's either scientific journal uh, journals or textbooks. It's one of these two. But uh, the way they market them, the actual like author and owner, they don't get a lot of money. Yeah. So like some people have gone to just asking the actual person, like emailing, "Hey, can I just get a direct copy from you?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, sure. I'm not making money from these people, so I'll yeah. just give you one for free." Yeah, and, like it's work to just like ask the author themselves. Yeah, that's it's it is uh, scientific journals or research documents. That's how you. That's when you would use it. I, I know because I've I've had to look into this stuff before. Partially because... Oh, is that for the AVID thing that you were researching? Yeah, I was doing a lot of stuff with uh, my AVID assignment that was on my uh, biotech class work because I decided to kill two birds with one stone because I already needed to write a research document on it. And we were working on compiled research documents in AVID. 
So I decided to kill two birds with one stone and asked my teacher if I could just do the assignment as my biotech research. And he said, yeah, that's that's one of the things that you should always look out for. Ask your teachers if you can do slight alternatives to the assignments, because oftentimes they'll be like, yeah, sure, why not? Like, I know that not all of them do, but a lot of teachers here at Cypress are really lax about things like that, where if you want to do something slightly different, they don't really mind too much because that means that they don't have to grade the same exact thing. I bet that gets so boring. Like just yeah. doing that for eight classes all the time. Like for the SCOTUS case notes, like that's why you should like look up for your own cases that for things that you're interested in. Because the teachers have read seven or eight different essays on Roe v. Wade. I did write mine on Roe v. Wade, by the way. Not gonna, not gonna say my opinion on that because that's not like my place to say, but I just chose the one with the Mexican in it. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that still was like so unique because I don't think anyone did that. They yeah. just did like the most well known. What did you do your SCOTUS case on? Roe v. Wade. <laughs> Roe v. Wade. Mostly because I had done, like, a essay on that topic before. Yeah. So I already had, like, quite a bit of information on it. Yeah. So I just did that. But that's something I, I find very interesting. Like, there's a lot of cases where you can use the same assignment, like, three or four times. Because I had the displeasure of taking of taking uh biology health and foods all at once and the thing is when you're taking those three classes a lot of things overlap and if you pay attention in biology a lot of the actual information that you learn in foods class or that you learn in health class you're already learning in biology and if you're if you're cool enough to ask your teacher about it, a lot of the time you can just like reuse different parts of your previous assignments or like, you know, copy and paste because you're copying and pasting from your own documents. It's not plagiarism. So you can use that to your advantage. That's that's one of the ways that you take a lot of different like heavy classes all at once is you just learn to reuse stuff or twist assignments into your benefits so that you can reuse stuff. Uh, speaking of like twist stuff, I uh, do you remember the scholarship essay? Well, of course. The I've been using that so much. It's so malleable. Have you like tried just like using using that in, like a scholarship website? I need to use a scholarship website because like it's so because I wrote my essay in a way where I could like just take sections out and just like add stuff in. So it's like really versatile to just like submit to any any kind of like application type thing. It's like, oh, you need an essay? I got a perfect essay right here. Oh, you need to tailor to this specific thing. Let me just just insert something else yeah. and then boom easy yeah and it's so just good and just like i'm glad we did that like i would at first in rollins class it felt more like a free period but this time yeah. it felt like we were actually learning some pretty good stuff yeah i had my issues with the scholarship essay and my main issue was that uribe had told me that the first half of the essay was one of the best things he like one of the best he'd ever read and that the second half was good but because of how good the first half was, it didn't live up to it, the second half. And I got a two on the assignment. Um, and that really, really pissed me off because the second half of my assignment, or the second half of my essay was good. It was what he was expecting. It wasn't like I had written a bad second half of the essay. That's what he had told me outright, that it was good. That the first half was so good that it took down my grade and that really pissed me off. You suffered. You're suffering from first episode of bar raising. Yeah, it, uh, was, it was really difficult for me because it was like I thought that I had deserved at least a three. Like I'm not saying I deserved a four on the essay, no, but I'm saying that I deserved at least a three. 
and it had really pissed me off and I just you just you just did too good yeah <laughs> you're suffering from success so I, I really didn't like your eBay for the first half of the year also one a like the one a class that I was in it was it was a really kind of clickish class where there there wasn't anywhere for me to be basically because first day of school when I'm sitting with people and when like everything gets dispersed and I end up like being completely alone everyone goes into their groups like immediately yeah and you, it was, got, you gotta like catch on quick or else you're like just it was a very empty class and they weren't very like sociable at the time so it was like I didn't have anyone to talk to and whenever we were doing group assignments or different things like that I would feel very left out and then I joined in on the uh the other class the 3b and I oh, yeah. I absolutely love it like I know that I don't get along with everyone. There's a lot of people in that class I don't get along well with. But even then, it's a lot more fun to be a part of. Because, like, that community, that sense of community that that class has. We have, we have the weird kids. Yeah, we have the weird kids. We have the weird kids in that class. Because the kids in that class have had the same class of Avid together for the past three years. Yeah. Quite a bit, so, actually. Yeah. yeah. Like, I've been in Avid for, like, since my freshman year. And most of the kids in there I have had in my class for the past three years. See, I didn't know what AVID was my freshman year because I was going to Entheos. And although uh, now the AVID program is doing a lot more things to reach out to Entheos students, at the time, you wouldn't learn anything. Like, if you were at Entheos, you were not involved in the school district. Uh, she rich kid played. No, it really wasn't. There's a very heavy misconception about Entheos. It is not a private. It is a public school, but it's under the charter name. So a charter school, basically, we are our own school district. That is the difference. Okay. So instead of being in the Granite School District, it is the Entheos School District. There are two schools within the Entheos School District. Uh, and that is two Entheos Wait, locations. Is it like the... Like- I feel like I've seen both of them before. Is one like by the highway and the other is by uh, like an auto shop? Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. The, uh, one of my uh, one of my family friends that is actually the owner of that shop. Cool. The auto shop. We I go there a lot for birthday parties. So it's fun. So I've I've seen the academy and when people like get out. Yeah. And the thing is, because of that, they do things like we go on a lot more field trips and we do a lot of stuff like that. But the school is actually a lot less funded than the regular district schools. So, for instance, every time a student goes to a district school, they either get a certain amount of money from the state or a certain amount of money from the student and and, or a mixture of both. But for a charter school, for every student that they get, small portion of that money has to go to the school that it's within that residing district. So, for instance, every student that Entheos gets, they get about uh three-fourths of the percent that you would get from that student and then one-fourth of it would go to the local uh the local middle school oh so it's it's not a private institution it's not like the students pay for the teacher's salary or anything like that or that it has like a higher uh type of thing like that it's just it's its own district it's like a weird little exception yeah so it's it's really interesting and is there like a trade-off for that like or is it just like less fun uh, they have a little bit more control over what they teach and they have a little bit more control over certain other things. Like for instance, the dress code where we have a district wide dress code for each different level and Theos, we have our own very, very strict dress code. Uh, cause up until I was in about, I, I like how you say district level and it's just like two schools. Yeah. You know, 
uh, up until about I was in about the second grade, you weren't even allowed to wear colorful socks. You had to wear very strict socks and everything. I um, as if you didn't, you get they wouldn't do anything about it, but it was in the dress code that you could not wear colorful socks. And then a lot of students went up and protested it and went through and were able to get through to the district and the board members, and we were able to change that rule. But it was one of those where. I haven't, I hadn't gone to like a regular public school throughout almost all of my life. Up until I was in high school, there was one year that I went to a regular school and that was my seventh grade year. And it was because I had switched from NTS Kearns back to a Magna school and I didn't want to go to NTS Magna again. And that was kind of shoehorned back into NTS Magna. But it's just, it's a lot of different things. The first school I ever went to though, got shut down. How long? I've heard a lot of different rumors on why it shut down. I know that there was a lot of illegal activity because the school was sending students on field trips without permission slip. I remember one of the weirdest that's things. Illegal. Yeah, that's illegal. I remember one of the weirdest things for me as a student, though, was we held a bow constrictor around our necks when we were in like oh. kindergarten, like okay. kindergarten. And there's this bow constrictor and they're like, you want to hold it around your neck? And I was like, yeah, sure. So you got to do that. I mean, I've but, touched, I, I, we had something similar in our, uh, my elementary, but it wasn't around our necks. They just had it on the floor and like, oh yeah, yeah I could touch it. Oh no, yeah, they, they let you hold it around your neck. Now, yeah. um, the thing was like that the one that the most believable rumor other than the whole illegal stuff thing that I've heard though, is that the, a whole bunch of the board members commit like breathe no more. You know what oh. I mean? Oh, okay. Trying to say this in a in a. When you said illegal, I thought that you were like, oh, they're doing drugs. No, no, <laughs> uh, no. They were, but they were sending students on field trips without permission. They were doing things like that, and it was in like the old Alorica building. It was called Alianza, and it was open for like three years, and it, then it shut down because of like I've heard a whole bunch of different rumors, but I only went there for like a year and eighteen days, so. I went to Alianza, too. You went to Alianza? What year did you go to Alianza? I was, it was my um, third grade year. Uh, I was good. there for, like, three months, and my sister and I absolutely hated it. The kids there were, like, insane. Uh-huh. And literally, the only the only way that I learned was on Khan Academy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what in the world? Like, it, I don't know any of this. It was a hybrid learning school, so you were supposed to be able to go at your own rate as a student, so a lot of students took advantage of that and didn't do any learning at all. Other students thrived in it. Some students really needed that more teacher support than they had. But it was supposed to be a way of socializing your children while still having them doing sort of online programs. Yeah, it kind of felt like a daycare, but like a little bit of school. I feel like that and should be more like... of like an applying thing. Like, yeah, not, that, that doesn't sound like it's for everyone. But like it should work for like really well for some kids. For three months and then yeah. like a little bit after that, I got shut down. Yeah, um, yeah, it was open for three years. You guys uh, had some crazy experience. I, I feel like I had a completely normal one. But yeah, it was one of those where I have like very few memories of when I was going there. But one Me of too. my one of my most prominent memories is from yeah, you raised your mind. <laughs> yeah, it kind of just literally. No, I, 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 first off, they didn't have any playground. They just had. Uh, cement that you would run around on. Oh, boy, they, barely, they barely even had any grass and they wouldn't oh, let you boy, run around the on the grass very much. Yeah. So you just had cement and like cement pillars because we were literally playing around in a, a parking sewer. lot. Like in a parking lot. There's basically. like a sewer. I remember. Yeah. I remember that too. Uh, but one of the, the main things I remember is I had this teacher 
for my uh, first grade year. And this is part of the reason I switched out, partially because my mom started working at Entheos around this time, but also because, you know, it was it was just wild. I had this teacher and to this day, I cannot pronounce her name. And she would yell at these first graders for not being able to pronounce her like Russian last name. And you couldn't you couldn't call her Miss O. You can call her Miss O. But she would be like, it's Octobek. And like she she had like this very Octobek. It was like I, to this day I still can't pronounce it, but it's like Octobek. And like I, I to this day pronounce it Octobek, and I'm probably wrong. Because it was so difficult to pronounce. And she was like, you're pronouncing it wrong. And I'm like, and I was her first year or teaching there. And, or I think I was, I might've been her first or second year. And she was just wild. It's all wild. Wow. Okay. How do these people get their teaching lessons? I know, right? He's awesome. And she, yeah, no, I had a pretty uh, tame uh, uh, school life. So I went to a, uh, Hopper Hills for my kindergarten, and just for kindergarten, I don't know why. And then, uh, for some reason, my teacher called up my mom, and she's like, "Oh, hey, like your son's uh, doing pretty good. Like, well, let's send him over to this accelerated program up in Taylorsville." So then, for uh, the next for all of elementary school, I went to uh, Fox Hills, and that's where I was for all of sixth grade. Then I went to Matheson, and Matheson was. Not my, I want to say this very nicely, was not my most favorite era of my life. Not your cup of tea. Not my cup of tea. I could say that for up to, I've I've said this before, I could, up to like a few months ago, was not my cup of tea Yeah. in my life. But like now, yeah, it's good. School's good now. I went through like a Just like a while ago. I went through a major transformation my freshman year of high school where all of a sudden I gained a whole bunch of confidence. I had just started medicating for my depression and my anxiety, and I came out of my shell. I stopped watching anime, and... (laughs) It was the cause of your depression. We found the secret. So sure. Uh, We found the secret. So it was one of those where, like, all of a sudden I became this, like, a lot more sociable person. And although freshman year was the darkest time of my life, it was also just this turning point where I became a different person. And I'm really, I'm really kind of proud of the person I've become because I might be this weird, uncomfortable person to be around, but I'm better than I was. And that's kind of my statement on it. We have seven minutes left until four o'clock. So we're going to have to start wrapping things up now. Okay. Because uh, both of you have to leave. Yeah. Right? So. Actually, I want to talk about my schools really quick. Yeah. For preschool, I went to Whittier. Oh, yeah. I forgot preschool existed. Yeah. Yeah. So I went to Whittier for my preschool. That's in like Salt Lake. And then from kindergarten to second grade, I went to Hawthorne Elementary. That's also in Salt Lake. And then I moved to Magna and I started third grade in Alianza for like three months. And then I went to Copper Hills um, for from third grade to fourth grade. And then I started from fifth grade to sixth grade at Gerald Wright, and then Matheson, and now here. Things have been rough. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. No, I couldn't. I I had the option a few times to like go to different schools, like both in elementary and in junior high, and both times it was like the most terrifying thing in the world to yeah. me because I 
I was like the least social person. Well, not the least social. There was I could name quite a few people who were a bit less social. But I just I had a group of friends and I stuck to them for like yeah. all of elementary and like junior high. So like the thought of just having to let go of that, I was just like, no, no, screw See, that, screw that, get out. Yeah, it was pretty difficult like starting new schools here and there. But I always found friends at my schools. And one of my friends that I found at Copper Hills, I'm still friends with. Um, their name is Daylin. We love Daylin very much. Daylin, let's go. I don't know who this person is. I know who she is, but I don't know her. You know what I mean? Yeah, they. Let's go, Daylin. Yeah. Wait, they? No. Ha, 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 ha. Funny joke. Funny joke. The great thing about my school experience was, like, First off, I didn't go to preschool at, like, a regular preschool. I went to preschool in two different people's basements. Um, that doesn't... Okay. That doesn't sound safe. That doesn't uh, sound... I'm sorry to cut you off, but I have one thing that I would love to say. Yeah. I had a sleepover with my preschool teacher. That <laughs> does sound uh, legal. Yeah. Um, I don't think it is, but my sister and I have a sleepover with my preschool teacher, and I loved her house. It was huge. I just don't understand why my mom allowed that. Yeah, that's it's okay because I'm fine. You know, yeah. nothing happened. But like, I, I still feel I that's a say that. major, major red flag right there. See, the one thing I want to explain about Entheos, like real quick before we wrap up, is that we had a lot of really wild teachers. For instance, one of our teachers was a professional chef who worked at a three Michelin star restaurant. Mm-hmm. We who taught us how to make crepes. So I have a really great crepe recipe if you guys ever want it. You you better um, share that with me. Um, I will. Uh, I have like a down. Okay. <laughs> I'll send it to you on right, our right. uh, Discord. But another thing that we had was like we had a professional clown as one of our teachers. Up until <laughs> I learned how to be a clown when I did clown school. But we had a lot of different programs. Like horseback riding was a program that you could do in middle school. We had archery. We had cake baking. We had archery. Soap baking. I really want to do archery. We had glass working as a class that we could do. Uh, that but, seems very unsafe but for we had, children. We had a lot of different temporary classes that we could do. Like, uh, there's three different uh, courses that we could do per year. And we had a giant selection of those courses. And it was great. I was a part of a whole bunch of different random stuff. I was in a puppeteering class. Okay. I to make and perform with puppets. That is awesome. But yeah, and the coolest teacher that I've, like, because I actually had this teacher. I didn't have the other teachers. The coolest teacher that I had was a teacher who his son got to the semifinals in World of Dance. Or not semifinals. He got to the finals of World of Dance. So this guy was originally a dance teacher, but he wanted to be a third grade teacher, apparently. So he ended (laughs) up being a third grade teacher. He taught us certain dances and everything, but... He was actually like a really great professional dance teacher who owned his own dance company, taught like all of his children how to do professional dance. And his son was one of the first ever people to get a perfect score on World of Dance. Wow. So if you ever see World of Dance and see these teachers. Yeah. yeah. If you ever uh, if you ever watch World of Dance and see uh, Andreas Pinate. That is my, he works with this girl named Charity. That is my third grade teacher's son. I'm pretty sure I've met him before. And it's wild. Uh, but no, the currently they have a science teacher at that school that actually was working on like the cure for different, like really serious diseases. And he was like, he was involved in all of that. He was involved in all of this like really intense research. He was a Harvard graduate. He was, it. it's wild what qualifications some of these teachers have. 
and what lack of qualification puzzles <laughs> do. Apparently, there are the extremes. Apparently, there was at one point in time, very briefly, a male model who was a science teacher there, and he kind of flirted with the female students. That is okay. <laughs> wow. Okay, well, on that strong. note, that seems like an appropriate entry. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, this is going to be a very special goodbye because we're not going to be recording anything for the summer. Yeah. I've discussed that earlier, but um, we'll be starting up again uh, next year for our senior year. So we're also going to have to be finding like some freshman apprentices or something like that. We're, we're going to have to adopt find... freshmen next yeah. year. So well, I know, I know a pair of uh, junior, uh, current freshmen who would be like who who I I found on the the University of Utah field trip. Uh, I have a current. Do you remember them? Oh well, yeah. The two freshmen I had. I have a freshman next year that I'm already adopting. Like I already have him adopted and everything because he goes to Entheos. You got the, you got the papers already. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he went to uh, he goes he goes to Entheos and he was in the drama program with me there, and he's just this he's such a fun person to be around. All right. Well, we will see you guys next year. Whoa. No, two he, months. Hopefully, we'll figure out the. Uh, this whole mic thing better so we can yeah. have a separate mic. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be a lot better. The quality is just so much better when you're like up close to the mic. Yeah. 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 All right, goodbye, ladies and gentlemen, and people of unspecified.